0: and Welcome to the Periodic Table, episode 25, She's a Micro Cougar, recorded May 24th, 2012 and brought to you by Element Opie Productions, elementopie.com, Periodic Table number 25, the 25th episode in the series of Periodic Tables. That would make it the Manganese episode because Manganese is the 25th element on the Periodic Table. Actually, not really the 25th element, but just the element with the atomic mass of 25. They're not really ranked by number, just by mass. There you go. That should be your science fact right there. But a brief description of manganese is it's a white metal, grayish white. Looks a lot like iron. It's harder than iron and very brittle. It's highly chemically reactive and uh, decomposes uh, well in cold water. Actually, it decomposes the water, excuse me, uh, breaks it into oxygen and hydrogen. It's most commonly used uh, as uh, an additive to steel. Steel uh, when you blow iron, the blow the carbon out of steel, you replace some of it with manganese to give it some hardness. Oh. So there you go.
1: So if it breaks down water, is it one of those ones that it kind of explodes reacts with water?
0: Um very, very slowly. it's not it's not like that. it's It's more like a natural uh, electrolysis.
2: It's more like Jersey Shore as opposed to like 90210. It 90210. It really exploded when it came on, and Jersey okay. Shore has been more of a trickle up.
0: And Sean, you really <laughs> shouldn't ask me follow up questions when all I'm doing is reading Wikipedia. Uh, the, the web. Hey, yeah, I'm reading the You f- have H- I did. <laughs> <So, laughs> well,
2: Mark, if, if I may, this is Aaron, by the way. Mark normally introduces us, but since I I I'm didn't already got talking, that far I'll yet. introduce myself yeah. this time. Hey, uh, this is Aaron um, from One Mill and Workout, uh, Not Fame. And my quick chemistry story that I love to tell at times, uh, Mark. I don't know if you did any qualitative or quantitative analysis in chemistry in high school, but you know where you you figure out what things do what and what yeah. we were figuring out the specific Chemical heat of equation. metals, right? Yeah, we were we were doing a, a real a real experiment on the spe- specific heat of metals. We what you do basically out there for those of you that are chemistry impaired is you heat a metal up, you stick it in a, a known quantity of water, and see what temperature. Uh, what temperature increase is in the water, and that tells you how much heat was held by that metal, right? Absolutely, that's, that's great. So you had this big bin full of metals then, and you took out the. They looked like they looked like big sinkers for fishing. If you've ever been fishing and done some big fishing, you got the big lead weight with a piece of twisted copper, you know, on it to tie to the line, and you clamp that on your clamp and you stuck it over your your uh, Bunsen burner and you heated it up and then you dropped it in your your uh, water. Well. They These were um, had a number, but they weren't marked. And what you did is, based on the specific heat, you had to figure out what metal you had. Cool. Except that we got, I think, bismuth, if I remember right. And bismuth has a very low melting point. They use it in the little things that melt on uh, fire extinguisher, you know, automatic sprinkler systems. Right, that when yeah. it gets hot in the room, it melts away and the water starts coming out. And so, I wanted, wanted to get mine up, you know, plenty hot and make sure it was holding as much heat as it could. So, I'm heating my metal up and all of a sudden, it melts and drips. Blink down perfectly through the tube of the bunsen burner and covers the pinhole and shuts the fire off and cools (laughs) and then instantly cools and you can't and it's and you can't unscrew the bunsen burner because it's now welded shut and you can't get it out and i'm like well what am i going to do well it's got a low boiling melting point right so what do you do mark you heat it up again so i'll take that bunsen burner i hold it sideways over another bunsen burner (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I started heating it up, just expecting the bismuth to drop out any minute, and it, but it, it didn't Instead the other Munsen burner melted in half and fell into two pieces. <laughs> but uh I think you never knew about that. Sorry, Miss Vermillion. <laughs> when you found that Munsen burner in the drawer, that's what it was. It was Aaron in 1984 that melted that Munsen burner in half, just FYI, but at least I remembered to turn the gas off and I hook it from the Munsen burner that I was heating.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, that would be good. By the way, my name is Mark, and with me this week are Aaron Butler and Sean Keibel. You've already heard from both of them, but hello, gentlemen.
1: Hello. Great to be back. I've missed it. I've been away for a couple of weeks and I really did miss it.
0: Yeah, so uh, just uh, a programming note, Aaron has has become the regular second host of yes. the Periodic Table. He's decided that this is the show he's going to do every week, uh, barring some zombie apocalypse outbreak. Right, and
2: as long as I have internet connectivity, I'll still continue to do it, even if we have a zombie apocalypse. It ought to wow. be some great cannon fodder for news stories.
0: That's dedication. Uh, by the way, I saw this cool <laughs> short movie called Spoiler, um, and it's a 17-minute it's a film, and it was a brilliant film, um, just Google it, you'll find it, about, uh, okay, the zombie apocalypse happened, we won, it's over, there are no more zombies, we got rid of them, but we're still living with this zombie-creating virus. And it, ah. and it, uh, it chronicles what might have happened or what, what might happen. And it's, it's a, a gripping, gripping independent short film, excellent acting, good direction, uh, wonderful camera work. And, uh, I mean, 15 minutes will go by really quickly, uh, if you watch. And I'm not into zombies, uh, at all, but the story was so compelling that I'm, I'm trying uh, to find watching. it,
2: Mark. I've got spoiler on Wikipedia. I've got...
0: It's on the, Vimeo. It's not on YouTube. So I got the
2: movie help. spoiler. Do, if they're going to talk about that, but you haven't seen it yet, are they spoiler spoilers? Is that what they put it on?
0: Um, no, I don't know why okay. it's called spoiler. Maybe because yeah. the the virus makes human flesh spoil. I don't know.
2: The plot spoiler trailer. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler. Found it. Found it, everybody. Nobody panic. <laughs> so that's, that's <laughs> Unless it's a zombie apocalypse, then feel free to go ahead and panic. Go ahead and put that link in the show I, notes. I'm, I'm getting no, it I'll right now. Put it in the show notes. And in the, I'm not going to put it in the chat room because people will stop and watch it.
0: Yeah, they would be. And then like 17 minutes later, they'd come back and go, <laughs> what's, what's happening on the good. show?
2: Oh, a, okay, I'm kind putting it in the thing. Here we go. So who had non-Texas brisket? That would be me, Mark. Went to, went with some friends tonight to a place called Jim and Nick's Barbecue. And I've been told that they had brisket there. And beyond I think I had a bite of it. A few years ago, I've been. This is the second time I've been there. Uh, and I actually got the sampler platter because I wanted to hedge my bets. Got way too much food and probably ate 17,000 calories, but that's a whole different show. Um, I had the hot links, which were the best thing on the plate. I had the pulled pork, which was as good as any other pulled pork I'd had in Georgia, but it's pulled pork, it's not brisket. And I got their beef brisket, which was passable. It was, it was. It was grocery store beef brisket for people yeah, in Texas. Yeah. You
1: know what I'm talking about? You buy yeah, a sadly brisket. I was and gonna you heat say I didn't and, think they had brisket. I, I thought it was like one of those regional things, kind of like you know, is. champagne's not champagne unless it came from the champagne region of France. Well, it's know? supposed to be Texas style brisket. <laughs> That's how
2: they actually even promote it. There is a place here called Dave Poe's Barbecue P O E, and they make pretty darn good brisket. However, for some reason, Georgians, southeastern United Statesans think that you're supposed to trim all the fat off of it. And so when you, then when you chop it up, I know it doesn't taste right. It tastes too lean. It's just not, not the right, right thing. There's one other place I've yet to try downtown Atlanta, somewhere called, uh, called Lone Star barbecue. And it's actually supposed to be some Texans who came here and opened a barbecue joint and supposedly it's real Texas brisket. So far, the only real Texas brisket I've had in Georgia was one I brought back from my Texas that my (laughs) brother-in-law cooked.
0: Did they serve (laughs) it with that, uh, Georgia vinegar sauce?
2: No, no, it wasn't the thin vinegar. It had a pretty decent barbecue sauce on it. Okay. That one, that was the kind of the saving grace that made it passable.
0: The Texas red vinegar, I mean uh,
2: barbecue sauce. Yeah, that the the thin. Yeah, that's not. It's not good. Yeah, it's just. It's if I wanted vinegar, if I, I yeah, it's just not good. It's not good, people. <laughs> it's not good. I, actually, I like Georgia, but I don't like your barbecue. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I actually prefer the sweet. um uh, Kansas City-style barbecue sauce. Even though I'm a Texan, I don't make Texas barbecue sauce. I like the KC style.
2: I don't mind the KC style. It's just the vinegary part that right. I don't like. And, you know,
0: the low country. And they go to the Carolinas, and it's made out of mustard. What's that about? I'm yeah. barbecue
2: sauce. That's yeah. like saying, here, have this ketchup. It's made of motor oil.
0: <laughs> no, those
2: two things are not the same thing. You can't just call it ketchup because you put Red Food Guy in motor oil. <laughs> you can't call that barbecue sauce because you're putting it on meat that's been smoked. It's and, not, it's mustard.
0: <laughs> and Sean, uh, toward the end of the year, uh, we are running into all sorts of awards and assemblies and ceremonies. I'm assuming you put that one in the notes.
1: Yeah, that, that was me. And that was just tonight. So uh, my daughter had the first of many assemblies slash ceremonies. It was uh, pre-K graduation. So we're now graduating out of pre-K. <laughs> today was my yeah, son's
2: think, last day of kindergarten okay, yeah, did did they do any any sort of ceremony for that? actually, you know it, it was a by class only he is in a k through five school. only the fifth graders actually do something. They walk the halls as a group. they go through all, the entire school and okay. walk by all the classes that they've been in all the years and everything and their teachers stand out and, but other than that, it's a it's a by class decision. And so my his teacher chose to do a little parent presentation it wasn't a graduation they didn't wear caps and gowns they didn't process but they did some of their shtick for us they sang some of their songs they showed off some of the things they learned we had a slideshow um you know they got a little little certificate that said they completed kindergarten it was it was very nice very well done just the right length of time but the best part about it if you know my son he's quite the uh he's a unique child and so he wanted to dress nice or they're supposed to dress nice so he had a blue blazer with a nice blue plaid shirt under it that matched really well, black pants, but luckily the blazer was dark enough that only in really bright light you could tell it wasn't black on black. It looked it was navy on black. And then he wore gray regular knit winter gloves. <laughs> he found them in his drawer this morning, and he said, but, Dad, gloves make it fancier. <laughs> and so he had to wear the gloves. Now I'll put the link in the show notes to it um, and, yeah, and, you, and throw it in the you, chat uh, room so y'all can see it.
1: Yeah, if you follow Aaron on Facebook at all, uh, yeah, that came out this morning, and that was uh, hilarious. Oh, he's crazy. Crazy in a good way.
0: I saw a great uh, uh, tweet from, it uh, uh, goes by the name of Bad Banana. I'm forgetting his real name right now. Uh, but Bad Banana, at Bad Banana on Twitter. Dull? Uh, no, it's <laughs> not dull. That would be funny, though. Um, he said, uh, this was why, like I he said, Parenthood is a lot of cheering and clapping about mediocre performances. Sort of like being at a Coldplay concert.
2: <laughs> but I have a question for you. Uh, we got two tech guys on here. We got three tech guys if you count me. I uh, I'm not a Google Hangout though. I mean, not a Google Plus guy. Sean, you're a Google Plus guy, right? Yes. So I've got friends and I've got family in my cir- I got circles for those. If I want to make an image yeah. public where anybody in the world can see it, how do I do that?
0: You, there you is you a public, click the public uh, button. Yeah, Where's there's the public, public button? button there.
2: I'm looking, um, so when, I'm in, I hang out. I see, I'm looking at the picture. And you, In
0: the click the box where you click to share, click that, and the top option is either everyone or public.
2: Or I'm trying to, more photos from me. Maybe I have to open the actual photo up. Let me see if it'll, I'm opening the photo. Tag, now, you, people, you, add any tag, photo details, share. I found the share button.
0: There you go. And it there
2: says, you. I have friends, family, disable comments, lock this post.
1: Maybe it's because you've never made a public one. Uh, just type "public" in there. You know where it says "add more people." Okay. This is as
0: good a radio as this is. I'm going to move on. You guys continue to work on that. <laughs> hey, there it is. It's but, public. Uh, awesome. There you go. Awesome. So while we're on the subject of of high school, or rather, end of year stuff, uh, that leads us right into a story. It's at the bottom of the notes, guys. Uh, about a group of. Kids in Kenawa Hills, um, Michigan, which is, uh, as I understand, near the Grand Rapids area... um a group of high school seniors, 64 of them, that's not all of the seniors, but uh, uh, a group of them, decided that In uh, apparently it's a tradition at this school to do a senior prank, which in the past has included blowing up toilets, super-gluing locks, uh, setting off smoke detectors, setting off smoke bombs, sort of the classic stuff that you've heard about. But this year, instead of a senior prank, they decided they would do uh, something sort of fun and community, and they decided to have a bike parade to the school. So 64 seniors got on bikes, and rode them uh, around a circuit three miles or so to the school. They had with them out in the front the town mayor in a golf cart who brought them all donuts afterwards, uh, and behind them was a squad car. So they had the police and the city mayor involved. When they get to school, the principal expels them all. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was an unacceptable senior prank. It will not happen. It was dangerous. They could be splattered all over the sidewalk, and if they're too stupid to realize that, then they need to go home until they realize that. Uh, and uh, they were all sent home. They weren't allowed, uh, if they had finals that day, tough noogies. Uh, they were initially told they weren't going to be able to uh, uh, participate in commencement ceremonies. Well, uh, she since really want, backed have, off of that one.
2: I have one thing to say about that. It doesn't matter if I want to ride a unicycle to school. That's not your problem.
0: Right. Now her complaint was that uh, that the parade caused a traffic backup which caused other people to be late for school. Okay. Um, well, that's
2: a cop issue. That's right. not a teacher issue.
0: And that some of the students were late for school. Okay, give them a tardy, send them to the office, Get them a tardy right, slip, right. but expel them for something that didn't even happen at school. That's what I'm saying. Now if they had ridden had their bike parade up the steps and down the main
2: hallway and out through the gym and back through the office, okay. Sure. I can understand getting a little upset, but still expelling them, you know, that's just, that's, that's, that's absolute power corrupting. Absolutely.
0: And add a note, uh, add a, a, uh, uh, On the website that's in the link to the show notes, that's where the word notes was coming from. A student uh, recorded her rant on a cell phone video, but she had the cell phone tucked down so you couldn't see it because she didn't want to be caught. And the teacher was just raving. It was like it was like have you seen that Hitler meme? Right? Where uh, you know that scene? It sounded like that. It was almost like a meme, and she was just um, raving about what this stupid thing had done. And we have a no tolerance policy, and we told you that we will not set up for any pranks and. Uh, get your butts home was her exact quote. You're not participating in Senior Walk Today, which is a tradition where the students walk the halls. Wow. Now wow later that morning was a regularly scheduled, boring, bland nobody cares school board meeting, which suddenly became something many, many people cared about.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and that and that was Kenna where what is that? What's Michigan.
0: State is Michigan.
2: Michigan. Couldn't have been Florida. So
0: um yeah, I I think the principal, I don't think she should be fired over it, but she should definitely be publicly um, uh, admonished Reprimanded. for this. Yeah, she should yeah.
2: apologize. She should say something along the lines of, that was stupid. I went off the handle. It wasn't really my place to do that. Um, I retract your suspension and give you a tardy. We're going to call it even. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy people out there.
0: Yeah, and the, it was the last day of school, and these were all seniors. So, uh, you know, it, the very worst possible was a one-day suspension, and that's what she gave them.
2: And I just don't, you know, I don't know. Don't get me up on my soapbox because it's so tall. If I fall, I'll hurt myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just dumb. That's really all there is to it. it is. She's
2: a candidate for... Um, alternate for comebacks just because she ruined a bunch of seniors' last day when they were trying to do something non right. non destructive prankish.
0: That's the thing. It was a very positive, community oriented thing. They planned ahead. I mean, think about the planning it took to do this, to get the yeah. police involved and the mayor involved. And it was a healthy thing. It was, you know, uh, let's support being healthy and let's let's put aside the uh the destructive pranks that are traditional and let's be uh constructive and and excited and, and happy uh uh today. And she just came in and stomped on her with her big thug boots. I, I
2: guess, you know looking back hindsight maybe they should have told the, print, the superintendent but then it, it would have taken any air of prankishness away i guess exactly. if the principal wasn't surprised superintendent wasn't surprised I don't know. well
1: and i'm sure you know that's probably part of the story that's that's left out or we're not hearing is there was probably some you know hey, we know you guys have done this in the past, but we're going to have a zero-tolerance policy. You know, there's probably something along that lines. Well, no, that's exactly –
0: yeah, I said that earlier, that there is – they had said that there's a zero-tolerance policy for pranks, and they weren't going to put up with it this year. But I don't even see how you can call that a prank. Me either. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't even on campus. Right. I mean, they arrived at campus. So, (laughs) other than that, I mean, they got to school. They rode uh, their bike. us let's say – one percent of those students. Let's say just just half a student <laughs> uh, rides a bike to a school every day. Should that as student have been suspended every day he rode his bike to school? Well,
2: that's what I was saying. What about all the freshmen, sophomore, and juniors that normally rode their bikes to school? Right. Just, that just don't have cars. them as well.
0: <laughs> okay. There's my transition. Okay. Uh, Another thing that uh, is... Mark, I'd like you to, for summarily tonight, for the
2: rest of the show, replace okay and all right with and seen.
0: And seen. Okay. I'll work on that.
2: (laughs) With the hand gesture.
0: (laughs) And seen. Moving on. I say that a lot, too. Moving right along. I've seen um, the Muppet movie too many times. And so, Kermit says, moving right along. And so, that's ingrained in my uh, speech patterns. DC Comics. Has come out and said that a major character, well, they haven't said who, uh, will come out of the closet in the near future and be openly gay. Robin. Uh, Yeah, and so uh, a lot of people are, you know, thinking about, you know, uh, uh, Superman who wears his pants underwear on the outside of his pants or Batman and Robin who have a vaguely gay relationship anyway. Uh, My money's on Green Lantern because he's a little fruity. From the beginning.
2: No, I think they'll pick somebody that it'll kind of make sense. Somebody that hasn't been romantically involved with a woman as a strong storyline, which all the ones you've mentioned have. Um, and somebody, it'll be kind of a surprise type thing. In other words, not somebody that people have always made jokes about for years. So I don't know who it's going to be because my my DC lore is not as strong as my Marvel. Um, but but at least the main, the, the original Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, always chasing around what's her face, just like in the movie. Uh, Batman's had a, a slew of girlfriends. Yeah, Spider-Man then, man had MJ. Yeah, and then... Uh, or he's, he's Marvel. And oh, then... Uh, a, they were and then uh, who was the other one you said somebody mentioned? Robin. Robin. Yeah, Robin. The original Robin's now Nightwing. He's an adult. He's moved on from the whole little green shorts thing. So... Just wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Nightwing, though, he does carry a baton and it's kind of a little bit cinemastochistic, but not that that means that he's gay. I'm not saying that
0: Well, what, they're, the, what, what they're saying is it's a major character. So it's right. not going to be some you know sidekick guy uh, who you have well, heard of in episode seven or something. It, and it also, did it say he was going to come out of the closet? No,
2: it didn't. Did it say they? Because it could be Wonder Woman.
0: It just said yeah. a a character. That's all it said.
2: Yeah. Now, Batman, I mean, uh, Mar- DC for a while... One of their best-selling comics is actually called Detective Comics, which, you know, that's where DC originally came from, uh, Detective Comics. I believe it's Detective Comics. Um, it focuses on the Gotham police force as opposed to Batman. Batman's in it tangentially and other people from Gotham, other superheroes, but it's really about the actual normal cops. And the main female detective in that series has, is gay and has been for the length of the series as far as I know and has a live-in partner and all that. So it's not something totally new, I think the new part of, about it is, since they've gotten Obama's approval is, uh, is going to be a non a character that bef- to up her- to heretofore now and to this point has not been known to be gay is now suddenly going to become gay.
1: There's going to be the whole coming out of the closet, so to speak.
2: Yeah.
0: And not to be outdone. Marvel Comics is saying, well, we've already had gay people, and we're going to have a gay marriage. We're going to have the first gay marriage. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah, one of the X-Men, one of the 70 million X-Men, yeah. uh, is going to have a gay marriage uh, sometime in the near future.
2: Well, just to clarify, for those out there who are listening and actually read comic books, he's not really an X-Man. He's originally from Alpha Flight. He is a mutant. His name's North Star. He's French-Canadian, so we give him a pass. <laughs> <laughs> he has a twin sister. <clears throat> called aurora and uh, he has been openly gay for quite for several years and has a boyfriend slash partner uh, and there's other there um uh there's another character uh, that's actually been a they had the young avengers for a while they had there a bunch of knockoff there was iron lad instead of iron man they were real clever with the names there was hulkling instead of hulk really really clever uh and then they had wiccan which was kind of the equivalent of scarlet witch and then they had one other one whose name I can't remember right now, Stature, who was Giant Man, basically, but it was a girl. And Hulkling and uh, Wiccan were a couple, both being of the male persuasion. So that's, you know, they, they have had that for a while. It's not something totally news. I guess it's just getting uh, national media attention now because of Obama's change in his stance.
0: Well the, the Marvel Comics says that it's uh because gay marriage is legal in New York and New York is the backdrop for a lot of Marvel stuff, they felt that they had to go ahead and and do something with that. Right.
1: That's Which, just that's such okay. BS. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is right. all it's marketing. It is. Plain and simple well, they they are a business.
0: Yeah, they're right. doing it because we're talking about it.
1: Right. Right. It's totally it's totally marketing. That's what I you know, I wonder is uh you know, if you're if you're gay, do you get offended by this or are you happy that they're rallying behind you because they're not really supporting it because they support gay marriage?
0: They're supporting yeah. it because
1: they you know, they see how the wind is blowing and it makes good marketing sense.
0: But well, because DC Comics was overtly anti-gay back during the 40s and 50s, So, you know, it's not like, right. So exactly. That's what Sean was saying. It's, it's, uh, reflecting the society. So you can't say it's, it's what we believe in necessarily as a company. It's just, it's where society is and we're going to pander to that. And that's their job is pandering.
2: Well, all I care about is oh, sure. if during the gay wedding, some giant villain attacks and there's a big battle and people get to use their superpowers.
0: That's the cool thing, right?
2: Because you know, if you don't do that, it's not, what's the point of having it? I mean, and they
0: say they're going to play that, uh, that whole story arc as uh, like a wife who marries a firefighter and has to watch him go off and risk his life. The, right. uh, the gay uh, partner, the partner is, is, is not a, a, a mutant, human. not a superhero, and so he has to stay at home and watch his lover go out and, um, <laughs> and fight.
2: Well, recently just fyi he was captured by some aliens and and uh and was converted and and they were taking over all of upper french canada and most of the northern united states i'm not making this up and uh he and several other people were were basically brainwashed and uh and and told aurora you know not north star i never loved you you know go away from me you know go go back to the woods like you know where you chase the dog off because it's better for him type thing and uh and so but then they got broken free and now they're back together and everybody's happy except for the people who don't like uh gay relationships. Those people still aren't happy.
0: Right. I just want to say one thing about the whole the whole gay thing. There's a show title. The whole gay thing. Um, put that in my list. <laughs> and and that's the, the this gay rights issue is misplaced. You should not be saying that we want equal rights or or we want the same rights. You should be saying government has no place defining what marriage is. That's my point. That's not the place of the state. So, Do
2: you you think the state should not recognize it then and give us any uh, benefits for it?
0: Exactly. I think there should be no um, benefits to being married, just like there should be no uh, penalty for being married. It should just be up to you to make your own unions in whatever way you see fit, and the government should have nothing to do with it. That's my libertarian leanings coming out there.
1: Aside from I, like I, I uh, like business law or something, I mean, something's got to play in there. I mean, it is a legal contract, so you're you're calling.
0: Right. The law yeah. So into there's right there's uh, uh, unions or whatever you want to call it. There's got to be a, a clause in the law for that. Otherwise, divorce divorce lawyers would be out of work. Uh, but we we
2: got to make sure that doesn't
0: happen. Right. But it doesn't. It shouldn't right. be government sanctioned or not sanctioned or whatever. You know. I understand that the insurance companies and then like the you know the hospitals. You gotta you have to define a group of people who have access and who don't. And a marriage is an easy way to do that. Let's just take marriage out of it and and call. It's something else, and it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, just from my own personal religious beliefs, I am not a fan of gay marriage and and that whole thing. But in terms of my political beliefs, I think it doesn't have any place in the political debate at all, okay. pro or con.
2: Well, and and if from looking at it from just as a whole side note, <clears throat> looking at my throat's a little tired from yelling at my son all day. Uh, you know, looking at New Testament. What we have in the New Testament, as far as marriage goes, there's nothing that even tells us how to do it specifically, and how it should be set up. And that's something that's just developed over the years, and we just kind of made it up. That's the way we do it. We've defined this as a marriage, and these are the benefits of it, and that's our modern way of taking on it. I think we could just do away with all that. And like Mark said, I'm 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 voting for Mark Cockrell for City Council.
0: (laughs) That's a bad vote.
1: He'll change the block. Rocky Block, Mark
0: Cockerell, come on. Yeah. What I've decided I'm going to do, by the way, uh, and I've got it in the notes here. I'm gonna. I'm, uh, we're getting so many submissions now from listeners, which is awesome. I'm going to be calling out the people who submitted stuff. Uh, this DC Comics gay marriage thing was sent by so many people. I'm just going to say multiple submissions. Whenever and,
2: it's when you actually have a person, can you say holla out at you, Corey, like that or something
0: like that? No, I, I can't. <laughs> That's I, am, a flavor. I am genetically incapable of doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Double props to Pete Pika, You Something like that. <laughs> I'm so white, I'm translucent. Yeah, that we'll doesn't be saying for Pete's me. name like every other article. <laughs> <Yeah>. Pete, <laughs> Pete went crazy
2: tonight. So, anyway, this next one. All following submissions brought to you by Pete Pika.
0: <laughs> This next one was from Sean, and I'm wow. just going to let you take it, brother. Yeah, so I call this I'll take
1: three cows. Just put it on my Amex. Uh, American Express has uh, partnered with Zynga. <laughs> And they now have a Zynga-branded American Express card. It's a prepaid card, but it lets you
0: earn Farmville cash
1: (laughs) while you use it.
0: Uh, That's so so much more useful than Airline Miles. Really, who uses Airline Miles? Many more people are going to use Zynga Bucks or whatever.
1: Yeah, you know, I can't decide if this is funny or sad, quite honestly. (laughs) Yes,
0: the answer is yes. (laughs)
1: Right, but uh yeah so uh they're in the article they have a picture of the card and uh or at least maybe one of them uh but yeah it's got the zynga logo on there and the american (laughs) express logo and as you use it you rack up zynga cash so you can uh you know buy your cows or fence posts or whatever else i don't know i've never played farmville so uh, i just see all the people going please help me plow my fields or something whatever i don't know Guys riding a deer
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's like the the network inside joke now guy riding a deer oh man show title so uh
1: yeah you know if you're one of those people out there uh there you go american express has something for you now
2: and if you don't know how you can block applications in your facebook stream except on your mobile devices and you don't have to ever see farm bill again
1: you know but this this i mean this is probably the beginning of a trend right
0: I hope not, but you know that uh, I mean, I've seen for a while now. Like with the gift cards at Walmart, they have uh, uh, Facebook credits. So you know, there's like your your Chili's gift card and your Home Depot gift card and and a Facebook credit card, uh, yeah. which is sad and lonely.
2: But Mark, you can buy all the virtual things you want with your virtual money that costs real money in a real world. <laughs> Reminds me yeah. of the story of what, where they hired that used the Chinese prisoners to rack up, dig, dig gold in World of Warcraft.
1: Didn't we talk about it on one of the first periodic table Oh, yeah,
0: that's, yeah, that was a, that's a big deal. Mining in, uh, yeah, yeah, in World of Warcraft.
1: Can wow. I just say something to the listeners, though? I mean, if you're married and your spouse, your significant other, whatever sex they may be,
0: uh, <laughs> If they come home with your a card civil like this, union partner,
1: right? If they come home with a card like this, you need to probably the very next day call some sort of marriage counselor or something or a <laughs> divorce
0: lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: there's definitely something wrong there. <laughs> so,
0: uh, Okay. This yeah. next story uh, submitted by Corey Knapp, Port Corey. Uh, I'm calling she attacks with seashells by the seashore. And this is one, you got it out the first time. That's right. And this is in our favorite state, Florida, in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I'm gonna say have trouble. Again, can you say Florida one more time, Florida? <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard time getting through this story because that's a it makes sound bite me. Right there. <laughs> like, oh, hey, what a see, beautiful Mark, picture!
1: We, <laughs> we need that. We need a soundbite of you saying that on a button. <laughs> Sorry, <yeah. laughs> like, that's on a right. So we board, can say yeah. next.
0: And this next article is from. Florida! <laughs> awesome. Uh, Port St. Lucie woman, uh, Patricia Weir, 40 years old, was arrested Tuesday and charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. Remember those words. Uh, the, her victim was 41-year-old... Uh, I uh, don't see his name in here. Maybe he's not Joe listed. 41-year-old uh, Joe Blow. Yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> Patricia Weir is stressed out because she has an updating car- court date on battery charges. And she cites that as the reason that she went and said, because she's got an upcoming court date <laughs> on battery charges. Do I see a pattern <laughs> developing
2: here? Uh, I will say that my sister in law got a speeding ticket on the way to the fencer driving one time. Oh,
0: that's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> They, they She gets home with the guy uh, after they had been out uh, uh, drinking, uh, and she gets mad at him, and she attacks him, uh, bit his ear, leaving, quote, a visible mark on his ear, scratches on his face, and multi- multiple, what, well, we'll get there, scratches on his face, and multiple puncture wounds in his shoulder. Her weapon of choice? A seashell.
2: Florida! <laughs>
1: What do you want? It's got to be one of those big, giant, you know, the really, yeah, 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 it's got to be one of those. So, and she looks like such a sweet girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Nautilus knife. So I I just, I what, is there nothing else nearby that might be more lethal, no blunt object? I mean, what process goes through your mind? Well, okay, I I got it. I figured out. She's experienced at this, right? She's facing a charge for battery. And so she's thinking, uh, what's the most non-lethal thing? Uh, There's a seashell. I'll go at him with that. Said uh, she left puncture wounds and the charge, remember what I said the charge was? Assault with a deadly weapon.
2: Yeah. I mean, you could, probably, Yeah. You could probably, you could, it could lodge in the skin and cause a nasty infection. (laughs) (laughs) It could lodge, totally lodge in the skin. Oh, that's hilarious. Florida. People, the the people, it it makes me, it makes me feel two ways simultaneously. Makes me
0: feel sad for humanity.
2: A, so appreciative that my life is within the realms of normality. And B, so sad for those people who will never know that same life. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> moving right into this vein i'm calling this one once bitten twice yeah bear. yeah um this is in sydney australia so not florida australia <laughs> sorry <laughs> again you, this is all in how you tell the story i can't give it away to her uh, too quickly um in the early hours of yesterday morning daniel lee Hanna's boyfriend unnamed uh <clears throat> reportedly wouldn't allow her to get into a taxi during an argument, uh, police say they arrested Miss Hannah at uh, at a hotel, and she told them that her boyfriend quote had an argument. She wanted to go home, tried to get in a cab, but Collins, uh, the man, wouldn't let her. So, what do you do? Let's say that you're uh, Hannah, Miss Hannah, and you're having an argument. Uh, Twenty-eight years old, Miss Hannah, and you have an argument with your boyfriend. How do you handle it? Maybe I, I, my first thought is you kick him in the nuts. Right, no. seashell, seashell. You go for a seashell. Yeah. No, yeah. If you're in Sydney, Australia, apparently you bite his tongue off. <laughs> so
2: what this is, I'll tell you what this kid is a victim of. Because the guy that the kid who lost his tongue was 19, so he's a kid,
0: right? And she's 28. The
2: 28 year old, you know, micro cougar. Um, I just coined a new phrase.
0: Nice micro show title. <laughs> micro cougars. <laughs> and uh, and
2: he he's a victim of Hollywood. He's watched all the shows yes, where because the woman in the gets midst of an argument, yes, and he, the guy finally just grabs her, puts one hand behind her head, and just plants one on her and French kisses her like he was born in Paris. You know, and then she melts into his arm and everything's okay. So he grabbed her by the head, planted one on her, and French kissed her like she, he was
0: born in Paris, and she bit his freaking tongue off. <laughs> it says when paramedics got there, he was laying on the ground screaming, uh, unintelligible screams, Uh, and uh, his tongue was almost severed. It was dangling uh, by a small uh, piece. He was sent to the hospital uh, and they uh, managed to reattach his, quote, almost fully severed tongue. Miss Hannah is facing court uh, charged with recklessly causing grievous bodily bodily horn harm. Recklessly causing grievous bodily harm. uh, And is released on bail until the matter resumes in july
2: well quick story speedy legal
0: Uh, system there in australia july
2: when uh when my nephew who is now by the way a uh a marine staff sergeant marine when he was about five i like him already huh
1: i like him already
2: yeah he's, he's a cool dude he's awesome when he was about five my mom was watching him and he was laying on a skateboard pushing himself down the sidewalk. You know, like like he was swimming out to sea on a surfboard. You know, that, little kids do that. They don't know how to skate yet. They'll lay on the surfboard, like skateboard like a surfboard and push themselves down the sidewalk. He hit a little bump in the sidewalk and just kind of rolled off the side. But he bit his tongue. He bit a, like a big shoe flap. You know, like the tongue of a shoe in his tongue. Like a big U-shaped flap in it. So the insurance company says, was the child under supervision when this happened? So my mom, being the no-nonsense woman she is, said... Yes, I watched him fall off the skateboard and bite his tongue, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I said, "Okay, Mrs. Butler, thank you. Yes, I did see it happen in fact, oh, uh, so that one was one i i no uh, uh yeah, well, that one's the one I came up, so I, I get credit for that one. Wow, uh,
1: you know uh you know the the monk, <laughs> somebody <laughs> does something like that, like there should be some sort of a like warning to future boyfriends got, like <laughs> somewhere you could post something or you just like watch out for this girl you know <laughs>
2: they have a guy website about that like that for guys you know um it's like it's a it's like uh you go on there and tell tell how evil your ex-boyfriend was I can't remember the name of it so you can you know if you're a young girl and you''re you're, you're meeting a new guy you can go on there and you know put in Aaron Butler and put my city I live in or whatever and it'll pop up and say this guy cheated on me or you know he's a terrible kisser or he's a gym and I shouldn't have ever lost him which probably none of them say that
1: See, and that's that's right. I mean, we need something like that, you know. She uh she cheated on me, she she's did on my tongue, you know.
0: Something. She stabbed me with a seashell. <laughs> right. Yeah. To quote uh the great philosopher Wayne Campbell of Wayne's World, she's a psycho hose beast. She is. <laughs> we broke up.
2: Doesn't mean we can't hang
0: out. Yes, yes it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own a gun a
2: gun much less several guns necessitating Iraq
0: another multiple submissions one uh that I'm calling you never know what you've got until it's gone until it's gone a, a miami man uh, actually yeah Florida actually <laughs> Doral wow. Dor- Doral Florida uh, in the miami area um a couple of years ago or uh, oh no yeah oh, uh, actually, no. in in 2007 uh went to have a penile implant.
2: And that was his first mistake.
0: Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, if you have kids in the room, now is the time to send them home. The rest of the show is going to rapidly go downhill from here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a very rapid drop
0: yeah. right here. <laughs> so he had, he had a penile implant to Im- improve his uh, performance, I believe is exactly uh, well, he, what he, may he have said. Been,
2: he may have been legitimately suffering from ED, and that is one of the ways that they remedy, remedy it. So right, that let's, is, just, right. let's just pretend that it's okay
0: um but during and after at some point during the process or uh, the aftercare he got an infection in said implanted appendage um that was of the flash eating bacteria variety <laughs> wow oh, <no. laughs> so remember what i'm calling this one you don't know what you've got until it's gone well it's gone ladies and gentlemen it's gone completely and totally not there anymore wow
1: no wow well at least i got a picture of him
0: holding the kid (laughs) yeah you got care of that took care of that earlier there is video i don't i'm scared to click on it so uh it says i'm uh, I'm just reading the article, folks. Just reading the article. Uh, quote, he has to sit down to urinate. He'll never have any intimate relationships with anyone, and he's lost his manhood. That's the I quote see, from his lawyer.
2: I'll take exception for that. to that with his lawyer. He'll never have any intimate relationships with anyone. See, that lawyer saying that intimacy is defined by sexual or physical contact as opposed to a relationship that's... Okay, I'm just going to stop now. Right. a <laughs> I knew what that was going on. Now
0: I just gonna I'm gonna make really tacit mention of something that was submitted by Pete, and Pete is a freak, and you'll know why. Uh, and the only reason I didn't include it in the show is because it happened back in April and we try to do uh recent things. A Japanese fellow um had not gender reassignment but gender redaction surgery. He he, he the same thing this man had uh, uh voluntarily, he had him, his junk removed.
1: There's a show title. He had his joke removed. Okay. I'm not typing that one. All right.
0: He, wait, it gets better. I will he, type that one. He cooked them up and served them oh. to the highest bidder. Five people paid two hundred and fifty thousand yen each to sample his boy parts.
2: Was it the uh um was it the huevos or the rancheros?
0: Both. It was the frank and the beans. He served them all. Wow.
2: Did, well, did we could just you some leisure. <laughs> 2
0: for 1. I and don't. so that's all. I mean, this is a uh, Google it. It's out there. Don't, I I didn't want to Google go, it. <clears throat> there's pictures. I'm not kidding. Before and after pictures. I, I didn't <clears throat> I that's as far as I'm going to go. Actually, that's farther than we should have gone. Um I told you to have your children leave the room. Uh but anyway, uh, just a, an update. Uh, just this week, just yesterday, uh the uh, man in Florida lost his case. He was suing the anesthesiologist. I'm not sure why the anesthesiologist and not the doctor, but the uh the the jury said that it's not the anesthesiologist's job to make sure that uh there are no infections. Uh so he lost his case and he has uh he has he has nothing right now. That poor poor man. And I mean he literally has nothing right now. Wow. <laughs> The only way that story uh, can get any story. worse,
1: if he was like 18.
0: Right. At least now he's already got his kids and stuff.
1: Right. He's older. He's had kids and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, not not to say it's bad. It's just kind of like, you know, when you see somebody older die versus a child die, you know, you're right. kind of like, well, you know, he's lived a little. Uh, so, uh, Wow.
0: Okay, and another one, uh, let's see, that one was uh, was multiple submissions. Lots of people sent me that one, so I, I can't give any uh, specific credit to that one. But you're all a bunch of head cases, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> and thank you, wow. keep them coming.
1: Not, not us, not the guys who are actually broadcasting <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> the,
0: the next story I'm calling, 449 was okay. Oh, no, 400. Yeah, 4, uh, 549. I, I miswrote that. 549 was okay. Uh, this is um, <clears throat> um, another international story uh, coming from the land of Israel. Uh, a man from Israel, and there are no names listed here, but so it's a really short article. I'm just going to read it. Man from southern Israel divorced his wife this week because she had brought 550 cats into their home.
2: Say that number one more time, Mark. Five hundred momentarily blacked out
0: cats. Not fifty-five, not fifty, not five, five hundred fifty cats in the house. Not around the house, not in the general vicinity of the house, in the house. The husband, apparently not a cat lover, told the rabbinical court in Beersheba that he was unable to sleep in his bedroom because the surface of the marital bed was constantly covered with cats who refused to lie on the floor. There wasn't room on the floor. Where could they? Um, The man in his divorce request complained that the cats also blocked his access to the bathroom and did not allow him to prepare meals in the kitchen. I could imagine. The Hebrew, crazy. the Hebrew newspaper, the Daily Mer- Mariv, uh, said that uh, when he sat down to eat, the cats jumped onto the table and stole his food. The couple attempted reconciliation at the behest of the rabbinical court. The wife, however, unable to part from her cats, preferred to part from her husband.
1: Wow. There's probably a lot of women out there that would agree with that. <laughs> you know,
2: that person just needs help with changing litter boxes. I mean,
0: that's a lot of litter boxes. That's a full-time job, changing litter boxes right there. Can you wow. imagine the hairballs? <laughs> Show title. You <gasps> <laughs> must hear that in the background all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could spend your entire pension on laser pointers, just keeping them busy. <laughs> See,
1: now this is, this, is just, this is an example of a, a glass half-empty kind of guy. Because I'm sure they haven't seen a mouse in that house in years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or a visitor. (laughs) (laughs) No mother-in-law is going to be showing up there. (laughs) Five hundred fifty cats. Wow. That's a whole lot of felines. That's, That's a bunch of cats. And the next one submitted by Pete, P-K-U, in the chat room. I'm calling She's That Good. Remember, folks, I told you to have your kids leave the room. Uh, This is in El Paso, Texas. Short article, no name mentioned. Uh, A man is dead after allegedly suffering a heart attack at the Red Parrot Strip Club in East El Paso County Friday night. Sources say the man most likely suffered a heart attack while getting a lap dance.
2: He died happy.
0: <laughs> what a way to go, right? Sean yeah. <laughs> is hiding. He's protecting his daughter's ears. <laughs> and scene. And scene. <laughs> There's not much you can say about that. There's no really comment on that, but uh, the guy literally had the time of his life.
2: Time it was in life. Where do you go from there? Uh, to the morgue, apparently. To the next, you go to the next, uh, next topic, next show. Next,
0: uh, what's the thing called? Article. Article. <laughs> and that one, also submitted by Pete, I'm calling Hang On To Your Money. Shout this, out to Pete. He got you. This is just, this is weird and frustrating and maddening. Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, a man uh, pulled up at, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. In an intersection, he was exiting the I-90 at the West 117th ramp when he saw a man in a wheelchair. The man was pale and thin and holding a sign with some religious sentiment and a request for help. John thought to himself, I think we're all here to help the less fortunate. fortunate. The middle-class family man from uh, Elria works hard for a living and enjoys giving back, especially to people who are physically challenged. John says, I have a brother that's paralyzed. My brother's in that same situation, and he struggles. So John reached into his wallet, grabbed a couple of bucks, and gave it to the man. As he approached the light at the exit, he rolled the money up and stretched out his arm through the window. The man grabbed the cash, uh, cash the light turned, and um, and he took off. The money fell to the ground. Uh, the man bent over and picked up the money. A couple of minutes later, a police officer pulled him over and gave him a ticket For littering. For littering. He dropped a dollar bill on the ground that a crippled man picked up, and he was stopped for littering. Littering.
1: That's just, you know... That's just the cops trying to work the laws around to their own advantage. They probably don't have some sort of law uh forbidding people to give money to oh, pay. In hand but
0: least. I knew you were going to say that, Mr. Kyle. <laughs> Mr. Law Enforcement <laughs> Officer Kyle. There we go. Section I thought, number f- I'd jump
1: in and give you the segue.
0: Section number four seventy-one point oh six of the Penal Code states in part that no person shall stand on a highway for the purpose of soliciting contributions and that no driver may quote, transfer currency to any person who is standing on a street or highway. But that's not what the ticket was for. The ticket was not for violation of section number 471.06. The, the violation was for littering. 613.06. <laughs>
1: Which, you know, uh, so now it's got me wondering if maybe that's not a heftier fine.
0: Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. So the, the guy's looking out for his city. He's trying to well, increase he, revenue he could, as much as possible.
2: Since he didn't hand the money to the panhandler and just threw it out the window, he couldn't, he couldn't really get him for, for the panhandling thing. You know, like if the prostitute comes up to the car and, and she doesn't really solicit you but just talks to you in the car, they can't really get you on the sting operation
0: type thing.
1: Really?
2: Maybe that's what it is was.
0: That, is that how it works, Aaron?
1: <laughs>
2: that's, what seen on, that's what I've seen on millions of TV shows.
0: No, but the, here's the thing: it's not that he just threw it out. He was like he was reaching out, and the guy grabbed it, and it, they just fumbled the handoff. So you know they were right there. It was clear a what a the intent was. Yeah, pulled a robo. It was clear what the intent was. Um, I just don't get this. I I I don't understand how the officer could a do that at all i understand you want to you want to break up panhandlers and and the way to stop it is at the source if you make it illegal to give people money panhandlers will go away i get that dallas where i live in that area has similar ordinances it's illegal to panhandle it's illegal to give money to panhandlers i get that i truly do but why not write him up for the ticket for that infraction then littering can you litter a dollar a dollar isn't trash
2: Hmm. That's a good question. Can you, can you even litter with money? Mark, I, I challenge you tomorrow to take $1,000 in $1 bills and go pour them on the street corner and see if you get arrested for littering.
0: I'll look for that money transfer this evening.
2: Let me know where it's going to be at. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I've got your back.
0: I, anything more to say to that one? I'm just incensed by this, uh, and maybe I shouldn't be. Law it's enforcement officials, it's let me know if I shouldn't be, if I'm off base here.
2: I think it comes down to we have so many, we probably have a, an average of a story, 1.4 stories a week of somebody in some position of power, however small, attempting to enforce the letter of the law just to prove that they can. I agree with that. And that's just sad.
0: Now, yeah, I don't that's think-
1: pretty much it. And Mark, I mean, like you said, I, I've worked in that line of work before and uh, it was one of the things I actually couldn't stand because you had a lot of little man syndrome going on. Uh, there's a lot of guys who have some sort of inferiority complex or something else and actually end up becoming cops because they it gives them that feeling of power. And right. uh, I personally couldn't stand working with those kind of guys. Uh, not that all cops are like that, but I'd be willing to bet at least a dropped dollar that uh, this is one of those guys. <laughs>
0: But if you drop your dollar, it's going to cost you $500, which was the fine for littering. (laughs) So he he gave the man a dollar or a couple of dollars. We don't know how much, but $1 hit the ground, and he's going to have to pay $500.
2: Can I just say that I'm very excited because I'm having my new air conditioner installed tomorrow, and I won't glisten like I am right now the next time we record.
0: It makes you look good. You you have a glow about you. I do. Absolutely.
2: I'm listening. It's hot.
0: (laughs) It's hot in here. Let's see. There's another story, and I forgot. I'm I'm trying to find it, that this leads wonderfully into. There we go. Uh, I'm going to skip over just a little bit. And uh, this one I'm calling Parking Too Fast. And while we're on the the subject of mindless police officers, um, Jeff Buck of... Quick look at the article from... UK. Yeah, I thought it was the
1: UK. <clears throat> From the UK. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: I didn't we, we lumped all of UK together, just like we lump all of Canada together.
0: Well, I don't think it says. It just says UK. Uh, it doesn't matter. Jeff did. Buck has to park his car on the street outside his home in Nottingham. There we go. Nottingham, UK. Nottingham, Shire. Uh, there there's no driveway. There's no garage. That happens all the time. Lots of people park their car in the street. I have a two-car garage. If there's a third person here visiting or whatever, they have to park in the street. This is not unusual. Uh so he's parking on the shoulder along Watnall Road in Nottingham, UK. There we go. We're getting specific there. Um, the problem, however, though, is that there's a speed camera outside his house. And when a car flies past, triggering the camera, the easiest camera to look to license plate to see is the one that's not moving. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. periodically, he will get a ticket for speeding in his parked car.
2: That he's not even in at the moment.
0: Exactly. It it doesn't take much, according to the article, to look and see that it is a driverless car in park in front of a house. But he says this happens a couple of times a month, and he has to call, and the police apologize and say he doesn't have to fight the tickets. Uh, but it's going to keep happening, apparently, because they're just too...
1: It's probably automated.
0: Right. Well,
2: I would make a big sign and put in the back window of my car that says, it's me, Jeff, you idiot. <laughs>
0: yeah so maybe what he should do is like uh, put a cut out of him standing leaning on his car and like put that out leaning on the back of his car every time so that they can see that it couldn't possibly be moving
2: right or just have some like uh, clamp on police head uh lights to put on top of it
0: <laughs> yeah because be nice. cops get away I'm,
2: with speeding all the time that, that's what i'm, I'm about thinking that that, so let me get on my soapbox about cops speeding without their lights on
0: Okay. Yeah, that's.
1: I'm thinking that's got to be a uh, like, 30 minutes for a programmer to fix, because I will bet right. that thing's generating something that automatically generates a letter that automatically goes into an envelope, you know, and nobody's actually looking at these things. So they just need to give him like a free ride and have a programmer just say, "Boom, this this plate number or whatever just does not." Well, uh, you, you, do, know, you can You don't even have
0: to do that. You say this plate number by this camera, so that this, this right. guy cannot speed at this location. Well, what
2: I would do if I was him, this is what I would really do. I would say, look, you've done this X number of times, wasted this much amount of time in my life. I'm going to sue you unless you do this. And this is put my number in as a freebie. On the entire system. I want you to go in there and exempt my license plate from your photo camera tracking, not just for this camera, but for all of them, and we'll call it even. Then I'd just drive like crazy That's all around right. town. I'd, I'd go backwards through red light. Not really, but.
0: <laughs> it, it says a spokeswoman for the Nottinghamshire Police said that staff members would be getting, quote, a little extra training in verifying the speed <laughs> camera images properly. Okay, everyone. Okay, so First of all, is- if the car is not moving, don't give it a ticket. If there doesn't Secondly, appear to be a driver behind the wheel of the car.
1: <laughs> Secondly, wow. if the person's dead, do not cite them. <laughs> Thirdly, <laughs> this is sounding more and more like a Florida story to me now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it just goes to show you that uh, stupidity is not just an American thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. show and, and we didn't leave it overseas when we migrated. <laughs> brought it with
0: us. Okay. And uh, sticking with the, let's see, I said, okay, and scene. Uh, Sticking with the international theme, um, Sean, I thought you'd like this one. Um, The iPad has saved Greece. Awesome.
1: Yeah. I saw this and I read it and just.
0: Did you throw up in your mouth a little? I did, just a little.
1: Yeah. It was, it was a little ridiculous. I mean, whatever. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's like, if they had done it, you know, 10 years ago and used pens, like saying the pen saved Greece, it's retarded.
0: So the, here's the summary. This is a fairly long article, so I will summarize it. Uh, Greece is in big trouble right now. They owe lots of people money and they can't pay it back. Their economy has collapsed entirely. This is Greece. You know, the, the Parthenon Zeus the gods, Greece, uh, the, the entire country, not the musical with, uh, John Travolta. Uh, and so they're in the process of, quote, "debt restructuring." And basically, they're going to um, people they owe money to and saying, "We owe you a hundred million. Will you take five bucks?" Uh, and so what this guy says is that it was an impossible task that could not have been done on the time schedule they needed to if he hadn't gone out and bought 100 iPads. So he bought 100 iPads. Um, and handed it out to decision makers and used the built-in uh, financial planning app on the iPad.
1: So how? No, no. That, well, yeah, but it's one that they custom designed.
0: Right. It's a yeah. It's an app. Uh, it's a financial planning app, and it says that it gave the ability the them the ability to visualize the data and and uh, make snap decisions in a few seconds. Run down the hall, show their iPad. Do you agree with this? Yes or no. And it was done. And the, therefore, the iPad has saved Greece.
2: Because you couldn't have done that on any other device.
0: Right. Laptop, write out.
2: Yep. Yeah. Android phone. Absolutely ridiculous.
0: Paper. (laughs) Slide rule. I hear they
2: have these things called network printers where you can print stuff to a different location.
0: You know, the Chinese back several thousand years ago invented an abacus. You could do this level of math on an abacus. Would it be as slick and as pretty and as amazing and beautiful? No. I have a kiss in Costello, sorry. So uh, he bought a hundred iPads. That I'm assuming they probably bought the top end model at a thousand bucks or eight eight ninety or whatever. So uh, roughly, we'll just to make the math easy: hundred thousand dollars save Greece a hundred forty billion. That's a good bargain. He should have done it twice. He got gotten completely out of debt. <laughs> <laughs> if he bought everybody two iPads, they'd be making money.
1: Yeah, I mean, let's let's just think about this, okay? These people that did they did they really need to buy all those iPads? I mean, come on, these people that he was giving these to, uh, you know, that's like giving them a, a penny. You know, these are very mega wealthy decision makers that don't need somebody buying them an iPad to do anything. I mean, it's just. Uh, this story just reeks. I hate it. I can't stand it.
0: <laughs> in which case, oh, really we'll, we'll move right on to a little, uh, a little good advice. And the advice here is don't drink and pump iron. In, uh, in back in England, Brighton, England, a British man, uh, Chris Bailey, 28 years old, uh, a real dichotomy here. Uh, he had been out drinking with his landlord until 3 a.m., and then came home and decided it was a good time to work out. So he went out into the, uh, the uh, garage where his weights are. Uh, from the description of it, sounds like he was uh, uh, doing some bench presses. He had a bar across his chest. Uh, the weights were too heavy. It crushed him. He died. So don't drink and lift weights. My favorite line of the article, his death is being treated as unexplained i'm sorry what's <laughs> unexplained about it he was found with heavy weights on his chest broken ribs cl- uh, collapsed lung what's unexplained about this
1: well that is sort of a uh almost a cliche uh sort of criminal mob sort of scene where you know the guy's lifting weights and then they come in and they kind of you know clamp it down on him real quick while he's not noticing or something uh
0: now i used so. to lift weights that was it was a not only a hobby but a, 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 comp, a competitive thing i used to do i loved it i still love it um and i have done the 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 shameful dropping of the weights uh where where yep. you can't get the bar up so you lean it such that the weights fall off one end and then bang bang they immediately fall off the other end and the bar goes flying and you make a lot of noise and everybody in the gym looks at you and laughs i've done that before um so I'm, I'm thinking that this guy had so much weight on it that he wasn't even able to do that. Like he lifted it up and then immediately he was gone. Um, so he must have just loaded the, a ton of weight on this thing.
1: Yeah, it had to be one of those like, you know, he normally benches 225 and he put 500 pounds on there, you know, so that it just came down with such force that it actually did something to him because yeah, you're right, Mark. I I did the same thing. Uh, I've done multiple versions of that. I've done the bang, bang, you know, where you drop it from one side to the other. I've had it come down on my chest and literally it's sitting there on my chest and I cannot get it up. You know, I can't bring it up even an inch off of my chest. So I've rolled it forward. You know, you kind of roll it forward until it's kind of on your waist and and then you sit up and yeah. So I've had to do that too. So, uh, yeah, it, it, he probably had some kind of crazy amount of weight on there, because it doesn't really say what he had on there, did it?
0: No, it doesn't. It just says so much weight. And just because I respect you, Sean, I'm not going to make I Couldn't Get It Up a show title. I,
1: I know. I knew <laughs> I knew when the words left my mouth. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could tell you immediately rephrased it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to move on to an article I'm calling Stupid Parent Tricks. This might be a candidate for scumbag of the week, except it ended well. Um this is in, um, the article is actually at a UK newspaper. I couldn't find anything in an American newspaper, uh, but this is at a, uh, a laundromat in, um, where is it? I saw it earlier. I don't remember. Anyway, um, uh, a, a, a couple of, uh, a, uh, a couple in they a family, a man, a woman, and a child, uh, were in a, uh, a laundromat, uh. A, 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 you know, a large place where you do things. And dad uh, thought it would be funny, and I'm guessing the kid probably did too, uh, to play a prank on his on the mom and put the kid in the dryer while she was folding some laundry. Kid looks to be about three or four. Um, put the kid in, closed the door, at which point the magnetic lock kicked in and the machine turned on and he started spinning and heating.
1: Uh, this says that it was in the
0: U.S. Right. It says in the U.S., but it doesn't say where. Right. Uh, and there's the the link that I've uh, got in the show notes. There's video of it. He was in there for about a minute and a half until, oh. uh, and they're running around, jumping up and down, screaming, and you can see him doing flips inside the thing. And I assume it's getting pretty darn warm in there. Until finally, an employee comes and uh, unplugs it and at least stops it spinning. But then they couldn't. Still took a while to get it out. And the mom is just running around doing weird things like banging on furniture and yelling and dad's jumping up. Nobody's being helpful. The employee is the only one being helpful and he jimmies the lock, gets the kid out. Dad scoops him up and they both take off running. Uh, and apparently the, they don't, they, they got out of there. They don't know who they are. They haven't come back. Uh, but the, uh, the story says that the kid got out, got out. Okay. With just some minor bruises and he wasn't hurt. So parents don't put your kid in a dryer. Public service announcement.
2: I have a question. Could, why could they not just open the dryer? I don't understand.
0: The, uh, the magnetic lock kicked in.
2: Yeah, but you should be able to turn the dryer off anytime you want. You just turn the knob to off
0: and then open the door apparently that didn't work on this one or they just or they panicked have the cool heads <laughs> you know yeah.
1: in, in laundromats though sometimes i've seen i have seen those where you just put the coins in and either they just start by virtue of you pushing that thing into st- with the coins or there's just like a push button to start it um but yeah you would think that somewhere it almost like at a gas station where they have emergency cut off i mean right surely somebody thought of you know, the possibility of that, even, you know, just a couple of kids getting in the laundromat and playing around. So We're I would think I put my cardigan in there on accident.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, I can actually, from the dad's point of view, that it's as, 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 as ashamed as I am to say this, that's something I would do. That is actually kind of a funny prank. Hey, look, that's what I'm sure the kid was laughing the whole time and he didn't know that closing the door was going to do that. Uh, men, so I can men never do laundry. He wouldn't have right, done that. I can almost, almost, cut the dad some slack there, but if you watch the video, you can see he didn't intend to close the door. It closed accidentally and started. So, you know, he's not evil. He's just not smart.
2: Right. Well, it's like the video that went viral, too, of the, of the guy jumping on the air mattress, making his kid pop up in the air because it was fun, and then he did it a little too hard, like threw the kid up against the wall about six feet off the ground, and, uh, and then, you know, CPS got involved and all that kind of stuff. Started out just a fun little game they were playing, and it just not smart.
0: And I'm going to go ahead and use this opportunity to jump into the scumbag of the week because I don't want to end on that one. I want to move back to some some other stuff. Uh, these are some parents who are both not smart and potentially e- evil. Um, This is in, again, in Sydney, Australia. Um, Australia! <laughs> <laughs> a, a baby boy, it uh, doesn't say how old, or at least not that I can see. Uh, uh, is severely disabled for life because of what the judge in the in the case called laziness and apathy of his mother and stepfather. Um, judge Annette Shumby made the ruling in the District Court of Western Australia uh, at a pre-sentencing hearing for Amber Marie Minette and uh, 27 years old, and Cassidy James Johnstone, 25 years old. They both pled guilty to failing to protect a child from home um he oh the, the child was eight months old when it happened december 2010 the sentencing just happened this this week uh the mother and father uh the story the the story is um sparse here but somehow the baby got injured the parents do admit to having consumed a fairly significant amount of alcohol. A said, cask of wine. A cask of wine, and said that they, uh, quote, were playing rough. He's eight months old. You don't play rough with an eight month old at all. No. Um, uh, but they, uh, they put the kid, uh, they, they noticed he was, he just wasn't right. He was kind of shaking and, and, and more quiet and quiet, crying a lot. But they went ahead and put him in bed, thought maybe he was just fussy. And then they went to bed. They got up the next morning. He wasn't crying anymore and he was limp. And, they still didn't take him to the hospital. It wasn't until his, the kid's grandmother comes over and says, there's something wrong with this child and takes him to the hospital that they discovered he had head trauma and a brain bleed. Uh, and the kid uh, is going to have a permanent disability and will never be normal because A, the parents hurt him, and B, they left him there for about 18 hours. scumbag. Of the week. There's not even any competition. They are nominated and they win. Agreed. You Uh, know, that's one
1: thing I... I really love about our network is you get such great advice kind of across the board you know if you need tech advice you can get tech advice you know dieting diet and exercise that's you know aaron's thing um and parenting good parenting tips here on the uh, periodic table so
0: don't put your kid in the gyre uh the the doctor says that the injuries are uh quote consistent with violent shaking of the baby
1: yeah yeah definitely yeah shaking baby syndrome how is that a syndrome anyway? They call it shaken baby syndrome.
0: But a syndrome is a collection of symptoms that are always the same in every case.
1: Okay. So they can be See cuz to me this, that syndrome seems to be more like, you know, something that just occurs naturally. Like, I'm a syndrome. If pu- yeah, if I punch you in the <laughs> face right. and break your nose, you don't have broken nose syndrome.
0: Well, technically you do. Anytime that the symptoms <laughs> okay. are exactly
1: anytime the symptoms I present you would know that, Mark.
0: Anytime the symptoms present the same way every time it's a syndrome.
1: Okay. I'm gonna uh, use that on somebody sometime. No, you're you you do not have a broken nose. You just got <laughs> stupid syndrome. Yeah.
0: You're suffering from I drink too much syndrome. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, A syndrome is the association of several clinically recognizable features, signs, symptoms, phenomena, or characteristics that often occur together. So that the presence of one or more features alerts the healthcare provider to the possible presence of the others.
0: There you go, Mr. Aaron. I'm in the medical profession, Butler.
2: I know how to read from Wikipedia, Butler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the next story, I'm, 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 uh, I, I can't do Lauren Bacall, but pretend this is Casablanca, and I'm saying, you do know how to whistle, don't you? It's sexier when she says it.
2: Uh, more of a, that was more of a, do you take the red
0: pill or blue pill? Yeah, was it like. was. That was more of a Morpheus <laughs> moment. Uh, a German woman uh, whose name it was not released uh, had been getting a number of, uh, she's 61 years old. I had been getting a number of constant stream of cold calls to her. Who has not been fed up with a constant stream of cold calls? Raise your hand. I don't see any hands. Um, oh, you, you have not? Oh, not. no, I, I missed have. the nod. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have all been fed up. It's particularly in this political season. Unbelievable. The the push polls, the uh, the uh, who are you going to vote for? Well, this person. Well, would it change your vote if you found out that he rapes puppies while smoking marijuana? Uh, that I <laughs> that's Did a he inhale. Answer. Yeah, didn't inhale um, show title. Um, anyway, the German, the 61 year old German woman got a whistle like a coach's whistle. And the next time somebody called, she blew the whistle into the phone. And she was fined 650 pounds for this because she, quote, caused damage to the hearing of the victim. Now, I'm calling BS on this. That's like eight bucks, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm uh, I don't know. am just kidding, 8,000 bucks. Well, yeah, well, like 800. It's a, yeah, it's like it's Like $1,300. Yeah. Yeah. So um, telephones have a maximum volume at which they can go. They're an amplifier, just like anything else. They don't have the magic ability to take the 160 decibels of a whistle and translate that over the line and come out at 160 decibels. I do not believe it is physically possible to receive hearing damage from somebody whistling into a phone. I don't buy it. I'm calling BS. I think it's illegitimate.
2: Mark, I've got my BS meter on, and it is registering (laughs) true that it is BS. It is is verified that it has... It's way over to the right on the BS meter. Look at it. It's off the edge of the screen, practically.
0: Now, again, German phones may be different, but I'm going to assume that the amplifier in a German phone is not capable of creating the 140 decibels necessary to damage human hearing.
2: The things you make appear in my head with the phrases you say. now,
1: keep in mind, this is a call center. So that person wasn't using a handset.
0: Okay, but still, I mean, we're talking about a little bitty thing there. Yeah, I just think... Yeah, I
1: mean, I I still don't believe it, but, you know, you do have to consider that, you know, this is coming through uh, probably an amplified system and the headset and all that kind of stuff. So, a totally different setup, but I still, I've worked in a few call centers and I don't recall anything remotely like this. What is the
2: maximum volume that we can produce in our headphones? 130 decibels, Franz. That's not enough. We need at least 190 hear
0: The conversation. Hans and Franz were here to pump up the volume. That's right. Oh, um, we're here to pump it up. Um, what I think happened is this: this call center worker had a, a case of tinnitus, probably from constantly listening to volumes too loud, uh, which is sort of a, a occupational hazard in the call center, and saw this as an opportunity. To cash in—that's what I think happened. But she's been fi- fined by the court. She was found guilty uh, for—I um, I, don't—they don't really say what the charge was. Um, she initially challenged the fine, but decided to pay it shortly before the hearing was due. So she decided, "I've got the money. I'm going to pay it. I don't want to go to court." Crazy! Bom, 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 bom. So stupid. On both sides. Don't yes. blow a whistle into the phone. Don't, don't. You
2: just got to do the old, start asking them questions.
0: Right. No, you Take know what I do? Out of it. Now, I can't always do this, but right now, what is perfect is I hand them to my three-year-old and say, Elise, they want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your <laughs> idea.
2: Great. See, we, we only have cell phones, so we don't get very many of those, but the next time I have one, I'm giving it to Nathaniel. Before yeah. it's over, Nathaniel will have them switching parties. <laughs> They'll be, like, they'll be like, Dad. They said they want to. They want to talk to you again. And I'll get on the phone and they will be like, Your son is so right. I'm turning in my Democratic card, my Republican card. I am switching.
0: You're right. I am unhappy with my current electrical service. I would like to change it now. But see, my daughter, you know, three years old is is she's pretty lingual now. Uh, but you have to be close to her to understand her. And when she, I've been doing this since she was like 18 months old. So I'd hand her the phone and she blah 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. And then she'd come back to me like nine minutes later and say, hung up. So, you know, it probably didn't take the nine minutes, but she was having a great conversation.
2: Yeah, that's how long it was before she noticed that nobody was on the other end of the line. Right.
0: Okay, I have to tell my quick story. I've already told it on one show this week, but uh, my, my wife posted on Facebook the funniest thing ever, uh, and if you've watched any television in America recently, you'll get this. Uh, my three-year-old is playing with one of her toy phones. My, 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 my wife is walking through the room, and she hears my three-year-old say, what are you wearing? And that, that kind of got her attention. Where did she learn to say that? And then she turns and looks at my mom and says, it's Jake from State Farm. That's funny. Trust me. People are laughing right now. Just not you three because you've all heard it. (laughs) You too. Right. I was
1: supposed to jump in there with my…
0: I needed an Ed McMahon laugh there. I I was laughing, but
2: I had a mouthful of ice because it's a thousand degrees (laughs) in my PodPod NX 3.0 beta right now. And so I was chewing a piece of ice in an attempt to cool my core temperature before I melt down and go Chernobyl.
0: And in the uh, classic, see, I'm just skipping right over that. In the hey, classic, look at
1: that, our first sponsor, Bill
0: Clinton, <laughs> <in> the classic <laughs> Bill Clinton esque. I'm calling this one <laughs> "I Feel Your Pain." Uh, this is an interesting story. Again, out of uh, Australia, or at least wow. the article is out of Australia. I'm not sure. We're going. We're, we're going south. We're
1: going yeah. south a lot tonight.
0: Well, this is not. This is not stupid. It's just weird. Yeah, Sydney, Australia. Uh, a man suffering from persistent headaches. Um, convinced his identical twin brother to get an M- MRI, which revealed a brain tumor. So the twin was hurting. He had gone to a number of doctors, and they couldn't find anything wrong with him. And just because they had that whole weird twin thing going on, and they say they've had all their life, uh, quote, "We're really closely connected. We've always been able to pick each uh, pick each other." Uh, each and of know his what- brains know what each other's were thinking uh there's no doubt in my mind that uh that my brother's actions and getting involved saved my life uh said his has said his brother so he went in there and they found he was totally asymptomatic so the one who had a brain brain uh tumor didn't feel anything and the one who didn't have the brain tumor felt headaches and so they've now removed the tumor and everything's fine but that's just a weird story did the pain go away in the other one Uh, didn't say that that would be an interesting question to ask.
1: Okay. So I have to, I have to pull, uh, pull the, the panel here and maybe even in the chat room, I'm curious to see what people think about this because I'm up in the air on this, this whole twin thing. I've seen studies for and against it and, you know, they both seem convincing like they always do. And, uh, you know, you'll see the, these types of stories and you'll hear the, the twins talk and all that. But, you know, I lean more towards the side of, you know, you give any given situation like this, like I could somehow or another have some bad premonition about you, Mark, and uh, and it could turn out to be, you know, or, and there's that happens a million times a day throughout the world. And there's one time that that one person is actually going to be right.
0: Yeah, I I tend to agree that we ignore the things that don't already support what we believe.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, like we, you know, we don't report the, you know, other million times that twins- have these feelings and they're right. completely you know incorrect
0: well sean you and i play poker and and we know what that's like it's like the one time you fold that uh jack deuce and and it turns into a full house you think ah, oh, man that happens all the time but the reality right. is 90 percent of the time you should fold jack deuce because it's not going to get you anything you just only remember the times when it would have been a big hand
1: Well, yeah, or it's the or or the yeah, the exact reverse. It usually is like a loser syndrome, right? So uh, people focus in on the horribly bad things that happen to them. You know, they're always unlucky. You know, it's just my luck. I just I always have bad luck. Well, No, you just always notice when things like that happen to you. Um, You pay you pay attention to those things acutely. And when something good happens to you, you just you don't really you, you don't file it away. You know,
0: I'm not fully ready to call BS on this one because it's true. What happened happened, but you know, it could be coincidence. Exa- exactly. Uh, right. Correlation does not prove causality. Well,
2: and it's the thing of, and and you know, those of you that listen to the to One Meal Workout or whatever, most of you that listen know that I'm a Christian, and I I, I know several Christians, and I think I have probably even done it before, who have used the phrase or you know, thrown the little the bandied about the the trite little phrase that. Um, coincidences or small miracles that God doesn't get credit for. Well, that he doesn't get credit for when the person coincidentally steps in front of a car either and gets killed. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so you can't, you can't claim the good ones are, are the ones God did. And the ones that aren't good were the ones the devil did. And the ones that nothing happened, one God nor the devil were paying attention. They were both playing poker, you know, or something like that. You can't, <laughs> some of it's just coincidence because we live in a, a world where there's some some causality uh, for whatever reason the you know the whole butterfly effect and all that whatever you want to say and that's a whole the show and i'm just going to quit talking like through my nose don't know why
1: well that's a good you idea. know an, another another good one though and you hear this one too right is is the mother child thing right so you know mom was having headaches and thought her son needed to go get checked out or something and turns out she was right and you know so it's the whole mother kid thing uh plays out this way very often too and it's like. Moms worry about their children constantly, right, right? You know, because this one somewhere off is somewhere happened to be right once. Uh, no, I well, don't buy. Well, it. You're not going to
2: see on the news tonight. Twenty-seven women today called their daughters and said to have their brain scanned. Twenty-seven of them did not have a problem.
0: Right. Yeah, you're and not going to hear that on the news. <laughs> It could be that the one is a hypochondriac, and maybe every other week he's he's in the doctor's office. I mean, I've got a friend who uh, Aaron will know exactly who I'm talking about in the twenty years I've known him has had cancer at least nine times. Uh, and you know and there are people like that, and maybe this guy is just always at the doctor, and his brother was like, "Fine, I'll go to the doctor if it'll shut you up." But they didn't right. tell that part of the story. I don't know, but maybe that's the case, right. Okay, moving right along. Uh, I'm calling yes and scene, I'm calling this one uh, a prime candidate for the MMA because uh, this chick is tough. Uh, this is in uh, upstate New York, as I no Saddles, Seattle. Excuse me, uh, uh, in uh, Seattle, Washington. Uh, the headline is really says it all: half naked woman in hot pink duct tape, duct tape attacks and injures three cops i really don't need to read the story because that pretty well covers it right there a woman is in a bar she gets a little sloshed she takes her clothes off and puts duct tape over her important parts um so eyes and hands right yeah when the bartender (laughs) tells her to leave she breaks the bartender's hand um when other people try to get involved she she like breaks their face he dislocated dislocated a guy's jaw three police officers showed up the woman ran down the street uh ducking into a nearby taco bell because that's where i go when i'm running from the police um and hid in the women's restroom the officers uh found her brought her outside Uh, they were in the process of putting her in handcuffs where the she quote this is from the the uh police officer she suddenly freaked out she began kicking at the legs and head of one officer. Police said they tried to put her back in the patrol car. She suddenly did an over-the-head backflip and tumbled out of the car. Once outside, she tried. Uh, one officer tried to get her under control. She kicked him in the head and gave him a slight concussion. Another officer was kicked in the hand, which severed a tendon in his right pinky finger. And a third officer was kicked in the jaw, causing a slight dislocation. Holy crap! Don't mess with this woman. <laughs>
1: Pete in the chat room says, Thank God she didn't have any seashells.
0: Good one, good one. Yeah, thank God she didn't have any seashells. What could she have done had she only had a seashell handy?
2: That'd be a solid dead weapon then. (laughs) Uh, She just severed the entire pinky, not just the tendon.
0: Now, it doesn't really describe what this woman looks like, and there aren't any pictures, but I'm pin- picturing she is 675 pounds, 8 feet tall, and goes by the name of Bubba to be able to do that kind of damage.
2: <laughs> or else when they booked her and they made her turn, you know, she says, multi-pass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, because, my gosh, that's 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 powerful. She needs to work for the cops. They need to get her on like the Elite Special Forces team or something. Exactly. And it's I mean, she was wearing duct tape. Pink duct tape <sighs> when she did all this. It it really was like a, a, a fifth element moment. Now that I think about it. So maybe yeah, maybe she's the fifth element um sticking man- with, manganese st- <laughs> the 25th st- element <laughs> sticking with the police <laughs> every br- this one makes can. me laugh i'm calling this one police were called to the scene of the can <laughs> this is this is almost too hard for me to deal with victoria british columbia uh, a man uh, was uh having a morning constitutional that wasn't going well for him and his groans and cries were so loud that neighbors called 911. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the police have arrived, repeatedly knocked on the door, yelled, the police, open up. Finally, the man came to the door rather embarrassed and, quote, when questioned about the amount of noise he was making, the man explained that he'd been essentially, in his own different words, on the toilet, having his morning constitutional, but he is done now and the man promised to keep it down in the future. And the whole time I'm reading this, I'm thinking of that scene in um, uh, Austin Powers 2 where he's in the toilet and Tom Arnold is beside him saying, we're going to get through this together, buddy. So I'm asking, you know, where's Tom Arnold when you need him?
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> like Pete you in the chat room says, like giving birth to a
0: porcupine.
2: <laughs> you don't want a porcupine to come out of breach. If it's going the wrong way, it's going to be problems. <laughs>
0: You, you have to, you know, lay off the cheese and rice, buddy. Um, but it was so, I mean, I've heard of stories of like, you know, loud sex getting the police called. But this is the first time when an enormous dump was a 911 call. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we had that uh, teenage girl call the police God because her dear. mom was having loud sex, right? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. <laughs> and probably the best line and probably the best show title comes from element 752 in the chat room. That's messed up. <laughs> uh, it's on the list. <laughs> um okay, and uh, the last one, I'm calling no good deed goes unpunished. And it's you know, it's true. I've I've heard that before. No good deed goes unpunished. And I'm muting my phone cuz it just made a sound and I didn't know that. Uh this was in uh, uh outside of Washington. <clears throat> Uh, Washington State, not Washington, D.C., in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, No, it is Washington, D.C., excuse me. Uh, A woman found uh, an iPhone that uh, somebody had lost. A uh, 53-year-old woman uh, told officers she'd found an iPhone near a 7-Eleven store uh, on Lafayette Boulevard in Fredericksburg and contacted the owners to give it back to him. Officials say the owners uh, of the phone offered a reward in exchange for the return of the phone. Uh, So she met the owners of the phone uh, near Mr. D's restaurant on Lafayette Boulevard. And according to authorities, the victim gave the couple, two people, the phone. And they gave her a small amount of her money in return. As she was walking away with the money, the man grabbed her from behind, threw her to the ground, took the money back, and kicked her while she was laying on the ground. They and they drove off. off of the scumbag. And they drove off in a gold Honda Accord.
2: Nice. And that's our that's our runner up.
0: Yeah, that's our runner up for scumbag of the week.
2: What an idiot! What, that's not. Even, they're not even idiots. They're jerks. They're what? They're evil.
0: They, I, don't, I can't understand. I mean, she, they, she did everything right. They volunteered to give her money, and she took it, and they beat her up. I, there's no. I, I, uh, and I mean that. Every word of it.
2: And I totally agree with it.
0: I, I can't, you know, again, every week, I try to put my, myself in the mind of these people, try to understand why they would do such a thing. And I got nothing on this yeah. one.
1: Drugs. Yeah, I, I grew up in some meth kind of gang-infested areas where gang members would do stuff like that. But literally, it's, you have to be like that low- on the yeah. scale too. Oh wait,
0: no. Here it is. I I've just figured it out. They got the phone back. They looked at it. They saw that her data use had caused an overage on their AT and T plan, and it was going to cost them so much that it incensed them, and they had to attack her to get the money back. So that had to be it. Was that really in the in the story? No, I totally made that up. <laughs> just make that.
1: <laughs> That's totally plausible. <laughs> I, I believe you. So
2: so honest the way you said it. <laughs> They realized that their their data was going to be throttled for the rest of the month. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were fine until they realized how badly they were being raped by AT and T. They realized <laughs> that the they phone was still on AT and T.
0: So what you can learn from this story is that if you're a uh, a small country on the verge of bankruptcy, the iPad can save you. Uh, but if you're an iPhone owner, you're a scumbag. So there you go. That's what uh, that's what you can learn from this show this week.
1: I like the way you think, Mark. Show title. <laughs>
0: if you're an iphone owner you're a scumbag iphone users are scumbags film 111
1: yeah that would that one might cost us a few listeners <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right that well, was fun. I, threw in, I threw in kind of as a as a positive ending mark. It's not really a news story but i saw a link today uh, and i had not seen this before um, and i'm a weird Al fan have been for years um, the song called bob that weird al has done i don't know how long it's been around maybe new maybe old I didn't even no the
0: from scene. the looks
2: of him in the thing he looks pretty old and uh and the entire song all the lyrics of the song are palindromes
0: oh wow it,
2: it is so clever and he actually makes it all rhyme and it's musically very well done and it is the coolest video it's on youtube uh and i just encourage you when you Lisa
0: Bonet ate no basil
2: <laughs> oh it's got some awesome ones in there um <laughs> you can just go to youtube and just put in weird owl palindrome so you don't have to to wait until the show notes come out uh if you're listening to this or if you're somewhere around and you're listening to it but you don't have the show notes handy i'll put it in the uh it in the chat room at the same time you do i um, but you're a a rats second.
0: live on evil star
2: <laughs> and it's a pretty catchy little song too um so anyway it's it's great weird owl props to you the boy's good <laughs>
0: yeah weird Al is brilliant he really is he's weird but he's brilliant and his band can polkify anything white and nerdy you're white and white nerdy that's a great one and aaron i would like you to bring the show to an end i would By love saying to go ahead say it and and scene very good now that you've done that tell people where they can find you
2: they can find me in a 104-degree office, to call the PodPod Pod NX 3.0 for about the next 30 seconds. But normally, if you want to find me on the internet, you can find me at A R O N. That's A-Ron, as my relatives in Mississippi say. Aaron, you talk too fast. Slow down. Aaron at OneMealOneWorkout.com. That's the number one meal, number one workout
0: dot com. And Mr. Kybel, how about yourself? Uh,
1: you can find me on Twitter at SeanTX, or you can find me on Facebook, Facebook.com slash and that's K-I-B-E-L.
2: I'd like it, to retract and identify what I said earlier. You cannot find me at Aaron at one meal You can contact me at aaron, <laughs> at aaron <laughs> one meal workout.com. You can find me at meal one workout, uh, dot
0: com very good. And if you would like to uh, uh, get uh, constant shout outs for your contributions to the show, like Pete and Corey and uh, and Aaron and Sean and many others, uh, you can do that by uh, Twitter, at uh, Mark Cockrell or at Element OP. I read those feeds. Uh, you can uh, send us an email. There's a contact uh, us button on the website at ElementOP.com or it's Mark at ElementOP.com Send me those. I have a folder in Gmail called Periodic Table and I just uh, throw them in there and then filter through the bad ones and and uh and the good ones and throw out the good ones and keep the bad ones um and uh and do that so uh, we appreciate your participation in this show uh again check out our other shows at elementopi.com and please go to itunes and rate our show on iTunes. We need to be uh, rated so that people will know about us. We have hundreds of listeners. We have I think four ratings. Take a few minutes, go to iTunes, uh, not the iTunes.com but the iTunes app. Find uh, all of the Element OP shows and give us a four or five star rating, please. Thanks for yeah, joining especially, us. Especially good.
1: I was going to say especially this show, this being uh, one of our newest shows, uh, you know, we're we're seeing that increase in listenership, but we could certainly use a boost. We like stars. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for uh, listening. And for now, that ends this episode of The Period. Table.